Snipers, you have to see what's happening to the Bitcoin price this Friday is exactly as we predicted yesterday. We bounced around the $34,788 level. Not a surprise for those that have been tuned into the Snipers channel here at youtube.com forward slash snipers. We've been the most accurate cryptocurrency channel on the internet. And I have a lot to talk about today heading into the weekend. This is where the markets are the most manipulated due to CME futures being closed. And so there's a lot to discuss. First and foremost, we have over $200 million of Bitcoin entering exchanges today and over $300 million of Ethereum entering exchanges, which means that there's most likely going to be an extremely volatile weekend. And as we always do here on the Cypress channel, I always give you guys the most accurate price levels for the earliest confirmation of the next move. And that's exactly what we're going to do today. But what I first want to discuss is with the move that we saw yesterday, we were able to avoid a bearish three day MACD crossover. And that's extremely positive here because I've been preaching this over the last few weeks that with Bitcoin down over 50% from its all time high, it is not a bad time to be dollar cost averaging long term spot positions into Bitcoin. And that was very clear yesterday with Bitcoin testing 34,788 as a major support level. We were able to see follow through and a bounce at that area. But does that mean that we're not going to come back down, maybe even see further lows? We're going to discuss that today. The S&P 500, I'll say as a four dimensional revolving part is looking extremely well on the daily chart with a very nice bullish daily candle close. That's a very positive thing. And remember what I talked about when it comes to narratives like the Ukraine and Russia narratives that have been put out there. I'm going to talk about my opinion on that. People have been asking me about that at the end of this video. But what I do want to say is Moscow's stock market has actually seen more fear driven price action than what we saw in March of 2020, breaking those lows. And so could this certainly be a time like March of 2020, where Bitcoin was at three to four thousand US dollars bottoming out before seeing a parabolic rally to the upside? Could have this have caused this for Bitcoin? to come back down to accumulation area where institutions have clearly been purchasing Bitcoin below 38,000 to now see continuation about 40,000, 50,000, 60,000, 70,000 and so forth to complete this bull cycle to the 150,000 and $250,000 level. A lot of that's going to have to do with what happens this weekend and the next 48 hours are probably going to be more important for Bitcoin than any 48 hours over the last year. And what I'll also say is if we look at what's happening here to stocks during these types of wars, if we were to actually even see an all out war play out in the past, wars have not really affected the stock markets to just continue to see fear driven price action to the downside. So what I mean by that is that once the war narratives move away. What else are people going to be talking about? Not much more, right? And then we go back to the fundamentals and we know the fundamentals have been extremely strong for Bitcoin. So that tells me that with the technicals, they're probably going to be a lot more important than the fundamentals here over the next few weeks. And so let's get into the technicals as we are the best technical analysis on the internet. Smash like one for the YouTube algorithm. If you support our four dimensional content that we've been posting on the Bitcoin price over the last five years, every single day. And I want to first start the video by addressing this large candle that formed yesterday on the daily chart. It's not really the candle symmetry that matters to me because we have an indecision candle 
But what matters more is the type of volume that we saw. We saw more buy volume that we've seen for Bitcoin ever since the July 2021 crash where we bottomed out around 29,000 US dollars. We have not seen daily volume this large since that time. And that was a bottom for Bitcoin at one point. So the question is, is this also going to be a bottom for Bitcoin? Well, I think that a lot of this has to do with how the next few daily candles close. And if we can see any candles get above the candle high from yesterday at 39,843, where we saw the peak amount of excitement for Bitcoin's bounce, then I think that that's going to be the first indicator that we're going to be rescuing Bitcoin's price back above the 50 day moving average, which is currently sitting right around the $40,300 level. And so first major confirmation to the upside is going to be 39,800 getting above that level is going to assume that Bitcoin's ready to test 41,950 again and possibly stay above the 50 day moving average. And so that's going to be the first thing that we're going to be looking for when it comes to the bullish case. Now, if we at any point in time get back above or below 38,000 US dollars, that would be a concern. And it's not a surprise that our candle low right now today, which closes in seven hours, is 38,014, just $14 shy of this extremely important support level. And so that to me says that 38,000 certainly is still very important. And we want to stay above that level if we want to assume further upside. So far on the six hour chart, which is the institutional time frame, you can see we've only seen price action above the body of the major candle that formed the candle high from yesterday at that thirty nine thousand eight hundred and forty three dollar level. And so with that being said, the fact that we're staying within that candles wick so far is extremely bullish. And so I would say that there's more bullish puzzle pieces today on the table than bearish puzzle pieces, especially when we look at four dimensional revolving parts like the S&P 500 closing with a bullish bottom candle potentially here, just forming a lower low, which we were looking for to now maybe see continued upside where if we can finally get back above this monthly open, that would be the final confirmation we need that this could be the worst of the downside. I don't think we'll get that confirmation in the next four hours by the time that traditional markets close. But that's why the next 48 hours is going to be extremely important for Bitcoin, because it could be a leading indicator for what happens to traditional markets. And we've seen that before. We've actually seen Bitcoin lead traditional markets. Even in the March 2020 drop, Bitcoin was outperforming the S&P 500. And so that was a great leading indicator that the S&P 500 was also going to continue further up. And so it's just like the Russell 2000, right? Those are small caps and mid caps. A lot of people call it the canary in the coal mine to predict what's going to happen to the large caps. And so same aspect of that work with the cryptocurrency market. And so there are some very nice bullish puzzle pieces on the table. And I want to also mention that the Ethereum US dollar pairing did see very nice volume. As a matter of fact, it looks like it was almost more volume than Bitcoin in a way. Uh, and I would say that uh, we haven't seen that type of volume uh, also since July of 2021. And so could that potentially have been a bottom? I think that that's certainly on the table. Now, with the theory to Bitcoin chart, we are still heading towards 
the apex of the symmetrical triangle. The closer you get to the apex, the more likely that this scenario is going to play out where we break to the downside. And it's funny because we've already broken to the upside from the symmetrical triangle. We've failed by coming back inside of the symmetrical triangle. So now that we're at the apex, I think that the likelihood that we see the theory of the Bitcoin chart sell off even further is very high. And the reason that's important is because that shows that there is some fear in the market, uh, but that doesn't necessarily mean it has to affect Bitcoin's price. We're seeing these large volatile swings with Bitcoin. And I'll tell you exactly why we're seeing these large volatile swings with Bitcoin. It's because of the fact that anytime we've gotten below 38,000 US dollars, we've seen institutions step in. It's very clear. Now that we've come below 38,000 a few times, you can see one, two, three, and now fourth time institutions have stepped in to buy Bitcoin below 38,000 US dollars. So it's clearly been an accumulation area for Bitcoin. Now, does it mean we're not going to see any further lows? I think that it's certainly on the table. You know, for me to be correct for a third day in a row, I think is going to be tough, but I always give you guys my best. And so I'm hoping at this point that this isn't a fake out. And I think that that's going to come with Bitcoin at least seeing some price action above 40,000. And that would confirm, even if it's a bearish candle, as long as we get above 40,000, that price action that breaks that candle high that we saw from yesterday, because it was such a large candle, is all I'm asking for in order to get a little bit more of a stronger confirmation. But staying above 38,000 is also very positive because that's the major support. And the range that we're currently playing in has a support of 38,000 and a resistance of 41,950. So we can expect any one of those prices to come up during the weekend. And with that being said, I do want to quickly cover some other revolving parts that really matter. And one of those is the total cryptocurrency market cap. You can see it's actually yet to break above a major resistance that it's facing, which is $1.78 trillion. And so if we can get above $1.78 trillion, that would also strengthen the bullish thesis for Bitcoin. But if we stay below it, we might have potential head and shoulder pattern here. And so... I just want to throw that out there that, you know, the total market cap, I would say, is more neutral than bullish right now. Um, Bitcoin is certainly seeing more strength in the total market. And that's clearly shown here with this chart that factors in all of the coins outside of Ethereum starting to break down. So that tells me that there is some fear coming into the markets and it's affecting the cryptocurrency market, but in a very unique way where we're seeing altcoins move into Bitcoin as a hedge of potential downside. And we're even seeing Bitcoin being used in what's happening with the Russia and Ukraine tragedy. And that's a very positive thing because that's what Bitcoin's been meant for. It's the best hedge during geopolitical tension, right? And I'm going to actually quickly talk about my thoughts on what's happening in Ukraine and Russia. This was actually posted by one of my friends that I highly respect. And it says here, I'm going to quote verbatim, Russia has over $600 billion in foreign currency reserves plus gold to fourth most in the world, actually, in terms of gold reserves. Russia, unlike us, has been very shrewd and prudent with their capital. They can pay off the entire Russian national debt, which is around $280 billion, with less than half of their national reserves. If oil stays above $100 per barrel, they'll add another $100 billion to their reserves by the end of the year. So domestically and in Europe, the media is posturing as if sanctions will cause great damage to Russia versus temporary discomfort. 
And as always, the media is conveniently assisting by distracting Americans when in reality, these sanctions are like a pimple on a camel's ASSS. <laughs> Bune is playing chess and the West is playing tic-tac-toe. And then it it ends here by saying also China is a secret ally of Putin's tactic because by him invading Ukraine, it gives them the green light to use the same maneuver in Taiwan. Europe won't do anything because Germany, who is the wealthiest nation of the region, is dependent on Russia for energy. And so the conclusion is there's no World War Three. And so why is that important? Well, then if let's say this news passes at some point or another, and there is a resolution. Of course, my heart goes out to anyone being affected by what's happening in the Ukraine. But when that passes, what are people going to be talking about? I kind of mentioned this earlier in this video. Well, not much more. And so what do we go back to? The fundamentals. And now we have very strong fundamentals. We've always had very strong fundamentals for Bitcoin. And the fundamental stock to flow ratio and model says that Bitcoin should be at 100,000 US dollars by the end of this year. And so all of these things will come back to light. And I think people start realizing, man, this was such a great opportunity to be dollar cost averaging long-term spot positions into Bitcoin, you know? So we took our long-term spot position around the 34 to $35,000 level when we first tested it. We didn't take the second retest. We never take the second retest because it's inherently a lot riskier. And so, what we'll sometimes see is if we see continued downside in a more macro opinion is on a second retest, let's say the first retest or the first test, right? It bounces 40%. The second retest might bounce half of that 20%. And then we see continued downside. And so it's always nice to get those first retests uh, or those first tests of major levels so that you can take advantage and take profits with a stronger bounce. And that allows you to have even more profits. And so, with this test right now, I think that a confirmation that we're going to see follow through is going to be number one, Bitcoin getting above that candle high right around 40,000 to just show that there's more strength. It wasn't just emotions that brought Bitcoin back above 38,000 and that even after the emotions have passed that we can still see buyers come in. Um, and then number two, we all here know that there's clearly institutions buying Bitcoin below 38,000 US dollars. And so those are two very important things that I want to mention for this video. And with that being said, I'm going to go and eat dinner here. I'm in Europe personally right now, but I will be leaving here very soon. If there's anything else to discuss, I will say that the strength of the US dollar did spike yesterday with the move that we saw, uh, but it's still facing an extremely important multi-year resistance level. So we want to monitor this for the DXY right around the $98 level. And then when we look at the S&P 500, once again, we have been able to at least break back above the weekly open. It looks like we're going to be closing very strong for the week. And so that's a very positive puzzle piece for Bitcoin coming into the weekend. And we're seeing that across the board, even the Euro 100 possibly about to close above the 200 day moving average and a very strong, nice, decisive candle there. And so that's also potentially a bottom. And so things are looking really good for the weekend when it comes to Bitcoin's price action and the prospected price action that we could uh, expect here. VIX also starting to fall back down. It didn't breach the recent 
peak that it made. And so that's a very positive thing that we could be seeing the volatility start to lessen. And we all know here on the Sniper's channel, the path of least resistance for, for an asset when there's low volume is always gonna be sideways to a little bit higher, not lower. So I think that there's a lot of positive puzzle pieces. And to wrap up this video, what I will say is Bitcoin is currently playing inside of the range with a support of 38,000 and a resistance of 41,950. If we can see follow through above 40,000, the likelihood we get to 41,950 becomes extremely high. And the importance of that is that we're back above the 50 day moving average. And now Bitcoin has something to hold on to, to then potentially see continuation to the upside where we have formed a potential garden variety higher low. And that could be the short to midterm low for Bitcoin. And then, of course, to confirm a more longer term low, we're going to need a little bit more time to see if Bitcoin can see more decisive volume come in, more strength. But we're seeing what we need, which is strong institutional volume here. And that's not a surprise. And then when it comes to the revolving parts of the market, the S&P 500 finally has signs of a potential bottom heading into the weekend. We're going to have to be patient to see how Monday opens up, how next week plays out how the news is going to structure these narratives, but just realize that we have to think ahead of everyone. And so if the news is talking about one thing, then think about what's the next thing they're gonna be talking about. Um, could that be the end of what's happening right now? That's on the table. Um, and lastly, I, I do wanna wrap up and say, my heart goes out to anyone being affected by the situation in the Ukraine. I'm right by the Ukraine, I'm in the Czech Republic right now. So I can certainly feel the emotions in the air. And so with that, thank you all for tuning into the Sniper's channel today. Hope you enjoyed today's update. If you support this content, smash like one for the YouTube algorithm. And I will see you guys next time. Snipers.